Hello, all, and welcome to episode 39 of Geeks and Games. I hope you can hear me. Um, I am Tiger, and as always, I'm joined by Yoshimitsu. Except this time, if you're wondering why he sounds different, Yoshimitsu is joining us in person. This is the first time we're having him here in person. But yes, we also have Tiger a- is an autonomous collective, multiple people. Yeah. Um, and this time we have another guest with us, and uh, that is Pavlos. Except he is not in person; he is over Zoom. Oh yeah, I'm in my room. We're so happy to have him back. It has been the longest time since we've had him on. Uh, it's been since this is the first time in 2022. Gosh, I can't believe it's yeah. 2022. It's yeah. April of 2020. In April of 2021 was when we had you on the first time. Oh, no way. That's Are you serious? Are you yeah, actually serious? Actually, April. I it think feels we- like it was like three months ago. Jeez. I got a question. You know, there's a ton of WWE games and like there's 2K games. Did you for every year, 2K11, 2K12, every time you went through the no. years. And this year we had the 2K game. Here's another one, 2K12. Wait, does that mean in 100 years we're getting another 2K12? No, I only did the first one. No, oh, 21 K12. You're right. No, that wouldn't make sense. It's 21,012. We're so glad to have you back on. And um, to yeah. start our episode off, I will read our news. So first off, um, as we're recording this, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie two is going to be coming out in a few days next week, I believe. And to coincide- Wait, that soon, oh my goodness. What the April heck? 8th, yeah. Oh, um, no. Sega <laughs> is making controllers with fur on them. A blue fur one. <laughs> I read just the first four words of your notes. Sega is making furry. And then it said Xbox controllers. I'm like, making oh, furries, guys. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, but like, I, I completely misread those notes. And get I'm your new furry doll from Sega. Oh my gosh. Weird. Can I get a controller that looks and feels like Sonic the Hedgehog? No, that's creepy. <laughs> what does he feel like? Because hedgehogs are supposed to be spiny, but. Oh, yeah, I, mean, he has- I agree. I mean, if you've seen the movie, he has like quills, but it, he. Looks- I'd rather feel Doctor Eggman's mustache. Okay, <laughs> stroke his mustache. Have you seen a video of the guy who has like um? There's this video uh, that I found of a guy. He has Doctor Eggman in um, in a in a glass jar and it's sealed shut. It's like a toy, and he goes, "You won't escape this time, Doctor Eggman." And then he takes a hammer and smashes the jar and then breaks Dr. Eggman's toy to be in half. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Um, What what in the world? Like, he is, I mean, I know he has quills, but being a hedgehog, like... Dr. Eggman? No, 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 no. no. Oh, Sonic. I I was like, Dr. Eggman, it's quills. I I still don't understand why they're making furry controllers if... Sonic? I didn't say, I well, you didn't say they were making them like hedgehogs. I just I mean, made a joke. I mean, it looks, they look furry enough. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not buying those. Uh, next up, the Halo television series launched on Paramount. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it got a mixed consensus. Um, some people liked So it, it wasn't very good. I don't think it was like a dirt. <laughs> I mean, the series is still, you know, airing now. So, I mean, not airing. So not, I not. have no high hopes for this for this show when I when I first heard about it. Streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna check it out just because I think. When was the last? Has a really cool design. I love Master. Like my Master Chief is one of the most iconic video game characters of like the 21st century. Him and Doom guy. Like the and Halo. Yeah. Like Halo revolutionized like like co-op gaming like like sitting next to your friends split screen they had they had like when that when halo came out it blew everyone away like oh i can hang with my big homies and we can go play video games online halo let's go capture the flag like they they like all those like different settings for online (sighs) so important in gaming yeah and nintendo set it back because they're not nice um nintendo well i mean all those companies are in it for money so yeah speaking of nintendo they just launched the newest kirby game uh in march uh kirby in the forgotten land which i really want to get that game it looks so cool it reminds me of mario odyssey with the way that like kirby can he, like swallows a car but he doesn't like it's too big for him to fully swallow so he's just like half of the car <laughs> we need to start a this image in the discord if you haven't seen it he looks like this <laughs> that's the most beautiful thing ever can i but be like his, I, his arms are also like the side mirrors that's what they look like 
How are those his arms though? Like where are his feet? Um, I th- his feet are at the back. They're like in the trunk. They're the tail lights. They're not in the. Oh, that would make so much sense if it was. What if Kirby ate Kirby? I, oh no! You know what I want to see is Kirby eat Eggman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That happens in Smash Bros. Uh, he does. Wait, he eats he oh himself. Yeah, yeah. He he, he can copy except um. The way it is, is like if Kirby A has a copy ability from another fighter, Kirby B can swallow Kirby A and gain Kirby um, A's ability. The but if is, Kirby A and Kirby B have no abilities, then no copies. The question Nothing. is, if Kirby A swallows, swallows Kirby B and then Kirby C swallows Kirby A. We need to play a uh, a match with where like 20 people play as Kirby. Kirby? Kirby. Yeah, Furby. The furry oh, wait, Kirby. Uh, Furby. Next we have uh this one's really more of a news item that's I guess personal to me than others, but there's this YouTuber I've mentioned on the show before named Nathaniel Bandy and his channel got hacked. Thankfully he yeah, has it back now, but it it was quite scary. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's when it's that stuff like stuff like that's been happening in a lot of different channels. Like there's a channel that uh, this guy who is like who's like an expert at not getting hacked. Like, this is what you do. This is, these are the emails you, uh, you to stay away from. And then he accidentally, and then he got tricked. Like they, the, the hackers have been getting better and smarter at, at hacking and at, at like breaking into your computers and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. They, they, they pull off like the most like stupidest Texas accent ever. And I, I just play along with it. Honestly, I'm like, uh, what number was that again? Uh, sorry, excuse me. What's that number? And then, you know, they give me something and I go zero what? And then they get, so, and then they get so mad. Then they, they, they say something to me that I probably can't repeat. And then they hang up. I can't remember the guy's name, but there's a guy on YouTube who will do these things where uh, I think it, he goes by scammer. Yeah, he, he, uh, tricks those guys. Yeah. Yeah. He like, and, and he, he pretends like, he's a granny. Yeah. He, he Excuse me. I can't hear you. It's hilarious. That guy's awesome. Well, I think it's a voice filter, but yeah, still. What's the name? I, I can't remember the name he uses. But. Yeah, I, I I went on like a two week binge watch of like all this content, and then I got bored. But yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, um, there was another important game reveal that happened recently. The fourth entry in the Witcher series was revealed by CD Projekt Red. I saw that. Yeah, I'm actually excited because I've been meaning to play those games. The the first Witcher I for a while them, now. They're, I know they're based off like a series of books, but there's also yeah, like a show and then now. yeah, they made a show off the books in the the TV and the and the game, but the game is legendary. Like, it's on like it's it's like up there with like it's 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 a legendary storyline. It's like up it's like uh, up there with like God of War, stuff like that. Um, and uh, I mean another uh, development related thing is Nintendo announced that Breath of the Wild 2's release date has been pushed back yet again because. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2, that's what it's called? Yeah, I mean, currently no it's just way. called that's sequel funny. to Breath of the Wild. They don't even have a finalized name for it. Really? They should yeah. just, hey, we're going to Breath of the Wild 2 is the sequel. There's more breaths and more wild. Breath of the Wild 2, the wild. It's just a bit wilder. Yeah, like spring 2023, that's when we can look forward to it. The Breath of the Wilder, yes. Yeah. Um, Nintendo also added some new games to the Switch Online service, Dig Dug 2 and Mappy Land to NES, which are both like arcade ports, and Earthworm Jim 2 to Super Nintendo. I've played most of Earthworm Jim 1, but not the second one, so that's a nice addition. Lastly, um, Nomadic Vagabond, while he could not be here, we really wanted to have him on. Uh, uh, he, d- he did have another podcasting venture on this podcast that um, I wouldn't recommend you check out because it's incredibly crass, all our listeners, um, but it's called Felipe's Garage, and he did a rap battle on that show against somebody named Willie Clinton. And I think he, I think, oh, Willie Clinton. He's in like the divisionals of their rap battle competition. Willie Clinton is a who's winning. I have no idea. I only listened to just the part where he raps. How's Nomadic Vagabond uh, doing in the rap game now? Um, he released an album with one of his friends named Yoom Sire, but I can't for the life of me remember the name. He also joined another. Yo, I gotta get that. Is is it on vinyl? Can I get it? Can I get is there a vinyl of it? I want to get that on my. I record don't collection think so, but i'll have to like nego- I'll, ha- I'll have to like send yeah. you a link on amazon i need to, i want to talk i need to talk to him sometime yeah i uh i love talking music with him that is all we have for news
Hello, post-production Tiger here with a quick interjection. Right there was where our first recording ended, and we had to do a second one. However, we did it on Skype, and my microphone didn't connect, so the audio quality is kind of crappy. Um, I'm still really satisfied with how the episode itself turned out, and we got to have Nomadic on for a brief bit. So, sit back and enjoy. So, quick update. We are back, and um, since the last recording, Yoshimitsu is no longer in person with us, sadly. But uh, left. I have our new guest joining us in person. Say hello. What up, what up, what up? And that is Nomadic. He was only in one bonus episode before. Yeah. Glad to have you on again. Oh, pleasure to be here. I can actually be here this time. Yes, and um, Paulus is also back. So thank yep, you. I'm here again. There was one more item on our news docket since our last recording, and that was that Angry Birds, the original, came back to the App Store last week. Oh, oh no way. Yeah. I was trying to find it like a few weeks ago just for good old time's sake. Oh, that's good. That's Anybody awesome. Uh, Angry Birds movie? I, don't I, worry I about that. Was it there a sequel that they made? There yeah, was. they did. There was <laughs> The first one wasn't that good. The second one was, I guess, better. The first one just full of, like, you know, standard uh, gross humor, I guess. But really? the second, the second one did better. We'll review it on Geeks and Films. Yes, we're, we, we shall review both. If we get desperate for content. But, yeah, I'm so glad it's back. But there is an important uh, announcement that we have for the next chapter of Geeks and Games. So, I'm sure some people might be wondering, since this is our season finale, does that mean we're going to be done with Geeks and Games Forever? No, actually we're not. But what I'm planning on doing instead is game reviews. So, meaning that for each episode following, for Geeks and Games, Yoshimitsu and I will each pick a game to review. And if we've each heard of it, we'll try to rank the score. Um... I've got it set out so far where it's like story, characters, gameplay, visuals. That will be on a scale of one to ten. Yeah, yeah. soundtrack is a yeah. That is that's like that's a that's yeah. a key part in any game. Yeah, that's gonna be another important aspect of. Imagine Mario without a soundtrack. Oh, that's disgusting. Horrendous. Yes, it's just, no pop music. That would be terrible. It's just the sound of silence. And not oh, the Sam no, and Garfield song. Sound was screaming because we can't make it to the checkpoint. I mean, that part wouldn't change. It's just, oh no! <laughs> like any, any game where the soundtrack is just absolute silence is just creepy. Some important stuff that we also have planned next for Geeks and Films. Of course we're going to do film reviews as always, but I do have a couple of criteria for those. So first off, we are not going to review R-rated movies, our biggest demographic, as in nearly 50% is ages zero to 18. I don't know how much of that is like uh, people who are more accompanied with R-rated movies or not, but for now we won't be reviewing any unless they're, I guess, absolute classics like The Godfather or something. Is that rated R? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've been um, I've been meaning to watch that for like two years now. The problem is like I really right. want to review like Shaun of the Dead and the other movies in uh, the Edgar Wright Simon Pegg trilogy, but sadly we won't. But you know, sacrifices must be made for the good of mankind. Yeah, you know, go, go with uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, greatest film of all time. That's Jeremy Irons. Missile. I've never seen that movie, but I have no desire to. It's an awful performance. Let the blood rain from the sky. Like he, it's awful. It's a terrible movie. But like it's so bad, it's amazing. Uh, my mom, my mom was like, "I just wasted two and a half hours of my life watching this with you." Does Magic Missile come into the plot at all? Magic Missile, isn't that that's a uh, oh that's a that's from a D and D game. Yeah, that's Dungeon from Dungeon. a long time ago that I that, that I played. Were you there, Yoshimitsu, when that happened? I might have been there. I just no I, I do remember what, uh, there was one game where we used magic missile, and uh, our DM said it missed like five out of ten times. It was hilarious. Because it's terrible. <laughs> it's not. I, I I'm pretty sure though. Magic missile in the games. It's like originally. I think it is. One hundred percent. Something similar. It cannot miss. But this is not a D and D podcast. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Another um, group of films that we're planning on not doing for the show is um, basically any animated movie from the Disney animated canon or maybe other companies, Disney animated or live action films. And that's just because of this other great podcast called Disorder going through Disney movies. I respect them and like them enough to where I'd rather not do any because I feel like they do it better. I mean, I might do Fantasia just because that's my favorite movie ever. Just why am I not surprised? <laughs> I think that's the movie I've heard you talk about the most. Yeah, well, Miss. Whenever I hear like the Disorder podcast, I think there's like the System of a Down song. It's like Disorder. 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 From uh, Toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, not their theme song, though. Um, no. Oh, okay. Um, that's their theme song. And also, no so, matter how much disorder. Also, no matter how much uh, Nomadic may like rap, we won't do Juice. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's one of his favorites, and I've I haven't seen it yet. Never seen it. I'll add it to my list. All right. I have like um, 600 movies I want to watch. And another big plan I have for the next year of Geeks and Games is like, um, Geeks and Films. Sorry is that we're basically going to be reviewing every Marvel movie, every movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That oh, is. so does that include uh, The Amazing Spider-Man and uh, the the uh, the uh, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Venom? Because that's all shoved into... Uh, and Blade. In all technical... Like, say what you want about uh, Eternals, which is a terrible movie. I, I That was not fun to watch. It does have a Blade reference, and I'm pretty sure it's uh, the Blade from uh, with uh, was it Wesley Snipes that played it? No, no, no. It wasn't that Blade. It was Mahershala Ali. Oh, was it a different Blade? I don't know. That's just the one. That's the one I own. But isn't Blade part of the MCU? I mean, that was the first Marvel movie. No, no, no. The first Marvel movie was Howard the Duck. Yeah, I. I Wait, not what about the '60s Spider-Man? That or like a, the, or sorry, the that, '80s Spider-Man, or like there was a '60s Captain America, which was awful, was, apparently. That's not. I don't know if that's MCU though. Seven. The, the thing was, was like a '70s. 70s yeah, yeah, '70s live action. No. Yeah. Um. Also, technically, the first Marvel movie was like a 1940s um movie serial. Like installments were played in theaters, and it was Captain America, but it was bad. You just you didn't even fight the Red <laughs> Skull or anything. He wore like a black ski mask, and he had a gun and no shield. That's my favorite uh, version of Captain America. But hey, all that's canon because with with the whole multiverse now and Doctor Strange is going to meet that version of Captain America. I guarantee it. He's going to show up. It's going to be great. Yeah, they might put that in there, but I kind of hope they don't at the same time. How many Benedict Cumberbatches can we get in one scene? That's the goal. Oh, Lord. That's what I strive for in filming. Yeah, um, my plans for the Marvel reviews is we're just going to do the mainline MCU regular up until Hawkeye, and then we'll review the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, then the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man movies, and then we'll do No Way Home. Venom doesn't. I haven't have... seen any of those movies you just mentioned yet, so I, I, I do. What? I still have not seen No Way Home. I have not had a chance to. I'm sorry. Venom. Well, well wanna... look, I've never seen Shrek, so I've I have no reason <laughs> to even. Yeah. We're going to review Shrek for the podcast. We have to. Yeah. No, we, we can't. Yeah, we can't not review Shrek. With, with with the greatest song of all time, All Star, everyone's favorite song. And the second one has the even better one, which was Holding Out for a Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Is it actually no way? I'll be honest, I kind of like that song. It's uh, it's not bad. There's there's worse songs out there. I mean, I I think I saw Shrek too when I was like young, but I haven't seen it in the longest time, and I don't remember a thing about it. But I have listened to that song, and it is to put it simply, fire. Um, as for <laughs> I don't think we'll do Venom for the show until after when Multiverse of Madness comes out. I've heard Patrick Stewart, um, Professor X might be in it, and if that's the case, we might review <clears> the <throat> and films. But it's not Sir Stewart. Patrick Stewart or Logan, because there are. Okay, sorry. What about so, was Logan R-rated? Oh, I don't remember what, that. What I never it? watched it. I heard it was a disappointment. Deadpool. De- no, yeah, no Deadpool. <laughs> um, I, Logan, De- Logan I is. I thought R- Deadpool was MCU, or I thought they were bringing it in. Might be MCU, but if the movie's R-rated, then we won't do it. We'll skip it. Also, oh yeah, no, I, I, I know, I, I didn't think you would, anyways, but. 
I, I was just wondering if it was. I, there was like rumors going on about the whole MCU is becoming super, super big. And in all honesty, I hope it like dissolves in the next decade because it's just going to get overwhelming, especially like as a DVD collector like a, or a movie collector. It's going to be really annoying to want to like get every single movie in a separate case. But yeah, no, the, my film teacher was saying like the MCU, like the first few parts like the infinity war saga and earlier it all had a very central theme of following captain america and iron man they they were kind of the main heroes even though they were all the spin-off movies of ant-man and the spider-man homecoming in those and thor movies which were pretty good uh, at least ragnarok was Um, yeah (laughs) and then the hulk movie that no one talks about um i haven't even seen it though they were all those the central storyline followed captain america and iron man and now that they're gone, the MCU hasn't really had a solid story. Consist like a main hero. There, the main two heroes to keep it going throughout the thing because it's been all over the place with the Hawkeye spinoff, and then they're they're kind of just following characters and stuff. Like I mean, and also what's interesting is like I don't know how long they can keep this up because. The only reason the MCU worked in the first place was because they didn't mean to create a cinematic universe. It just accidentally happened. They were like, hey, we're going to make this Iron Man movie. What if we link it to a Captain America movie that we also happen to be working on? Actually, and they're like, hey, let's keep making mo-. And then they were like, oh, we happen to just create an M- the, the, the cinematic universe. We'll buy the rights to this. We'll bring Spider-Man over time. Like the, and that's why DC, the, the DC universe is, isn't as good and as... Because they're trying to copy what the MCU did, which they accidentally were able to do. Were able oh, to look, do. So we accidentally created a cinematic uh, empire. What are we gonna do? Oh well. <laughs> How about we kill off half the main characters? I'm just. I'm worried that that's gonna turn into a money. It's becoming more and more of a it money is. grab. Like what? It, like I, Eternals. There are going to be more and more bad movies, worse movies than good, over time. And I really hope they get ri- after by the end of this decade that it's it they dissolve it. But I don't think they're going to, because you can make so much money off of this. This is like one of the most su- successful like movie series ever made. And but this isn't a film podcast. And they're not right. even. Yeah, sorry. I mean, Going, we're getting off track. But also, I would like to point out that for the mini series, I think we'll review those along with the movies. I mean, at least the Disney Plus ones. The Netflix ones, I mean, that might be confusing since the Netflix ones are currently on Disney+. Plus. But, I mean, the Disney Plus original series, we'll probably review those alongside the other films. And, yeah, after Hawkeye, we'll just go Spider-Man movie, other Spider-Man movies, the other five ones, and uh, non-MCU originally, and then No Way Home, and then just go after that and, yeah. I guess, see what happens. What do you mean Netflix shows? Uh, um, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Oh, has it come out that they're all um, canon? Yeah, they're, they're considered officially canon, I guess, because... Um, Great, yay. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was watching. on uh, Netflix, right? Agents, I thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't I uh, think, canon anymore. I think because they added the Disney Plus, yeah. Because there's um, an episode... Isn't there... There's, like, a whole season that makes the whole thing, like, not work. Kevin Feige says he considers Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be not canon. Be- I think it was just because they had, like, a whole season... Or a storyline that, like, when you have a movie that comes out and there's, like, ha, that didn't happen. Like, like every Pirates of the Caribbean movie ever. Or the new Terminator, where they were, like, ha, whatever that happens in Terminator 2 doesn't matter. Take that. Take that to your favorite film in the in a, in a, in a movie series. Yeah. But this um, isn't a film podcast at the moment. I mean... I, Part of it is, you might, I might, because of, um, I'm, I wanted to incorporate like a heavier focus on geeks and films as part of that. I might change the name of the show to Geeks, Games, and Films. Just combine the two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if any, um, I might make a, a title for it on in Photoshop or something and see what happens. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, some other movies that I planned to review was, I remember Yoshimitsu mentioned in our Home Alone episode, he wanted to review the movie Canadian Bacon. Oh, that's a good movie. What is that? Okay, so it's it's like a um, <laughs> post-Cold War movie that's set on... Uh, basically, the president of the U.S. is kind of terrible. Nobody really likes him. So he decides to wage war on Canada to boost his popularity. Nice. It's hilarious. It starts John Candy. It was, uh, I think, his last movie. John Candy. Yeah, it was the last movie he was part of. 
the next uh, the next movie we're gonna do for the show is um Oh Brother Where Art Thou the Coen Brothers that's movie. movie. Brother, yeah, where art thou? that's a good one. Um, so we're that's also a really good one. It's a really one, good movie. Ones that we've wanted to do just so we can have Pablo's back since um, those are some of his favorites are probably like the Dark Knight trilogy, maybe some of the older Batman. Ooh. I love uh, Batman. I mean, Batman is my Batman favorite. TV. Batman is the best superhero, and The Dark Knight's my all-time favorite movie, so... I mean, we're no strangers yeah. to Christopher Nolan. We just reviewed Inception for the show. It's classic. That was a struggle. Oh, Very good movie. Oh, yeah, it was. That episode. It's a hard movie to talk about. It's it just... Because oh, there's just so much packed in there, because Christopher Nolan shoves a ton of, like, stuff into, like, that short time span. Arguably too much, but this incident to film yeah, that, right now. Some, uh, some other movies that are my favorites that I'd like to do at some point for the show, maybe like School of Rock, uh, Monty Python, and the Holy Grail. Yes, uh, my uh, second favorite movie. The Goonies, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Napoleon Dynamite, you know, all that uh, other good stuff. We're, we're always accepting film suggestions, so... Ooh, Dungeons and Dragons! That's my suggestion. No. <laughs> If we do that, the, we'll have you on. How about the room? We can review the room. It's a um. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Yeah, that yeah. It's it's like a, some bad movie that's like so bad it's such good. a bad movie. That's it's. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I. I don't even know if I finished it. Film podcast right now. We can review the new uh, Pinocchio movie, the the animated what? one. What? Why? Why does that exist? Why? There doesn't have to be a new Pinocchio movie. I like my, my original first... Pinocchio movie that was completely confusing and didn't make any sense. Is this the first you've heard of it? No, no, no. It's Why? Not, it's Why did a, they do that? It's not a Disney one. It's by Lionsgate. It's like Pinocchio sounds like a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so bad. sounds terrible. Yeah, he, he says... Can you show some of it to me, like, Saturday? I think I did. It he says it says some um, words like this. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole Oh world. yeah, he sounds so whimsical. He actually sound, reminds me a bit of uh, Link from Zelda uh, or The Faces of Evil. Great. I'll go get my stuff. <laughs> what a great uh, what, geez, what a great it what sure a is boring around you. It sure is boring here. My, my, my boy, boy, this is what all true warriors strive for. This Apparently, the guy who voiced the king, that was his only role in his career, was those <laughs> were those games. So he a, had nothing else after that. There was this um, video... I can I, understand why. There was this video I saw by this YouTuber named Wavy Websurf where he did an analysis on... Um, uh, the voice actor for Morshu in that game and where he was at and he talked about more of the voice actors from the Faces of Evil and where they went, but it's a good video. Anyway, uh, next, we're, we might start a Patreon to if you guys wanted to support the show at some point, we might make some exclusive bonus episodes. Oh. I, if we do Marvel shows, we might review the, the Marvel shorts, the one shots. We might review those as bonus Patreon content. Not like stuff that regular viewers would really want to miss, but even then, it might, I might only do it at like a dollar a month or something. Uh, I don't. It wouldn't be oh, something. That's, that's a that's a steal. I don't that's know if it would be anything like if I had an actual job, I'd like throw all my I quit it and throw all my money on wasted on the Patreon. It would be like a gradual thing, and if I like had a job and the Patreon made more money than it or equal to, then I'd probably quit my job. But also, I composed. <laughs> A new theme for Geeks and Games. Listen to it. Okay, now pretend you just listened to the theme and that is epic because I totally had you guys listen to it during the show instead of editing it in after. Dude, that just blew my mind, man. Yes, thank you. Looking forward to that, um, and also listening to some of our episodes because I still have to do that. I would like to give a shout out to um, somebody who left a review of our show on Apple Podcast, which was uh, Leaf Boy UK, who wrote, "It's really informative and funny. Thank you so much for that." You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. I would like to also mention briefly, since this is our finale episode, some little behind-the-scenes information about uh, the show. Um, 
So currently we have 1,200-ish total plays of our show. Our most listened to episode is Tiger Reacts to the E3 2021 Nintendo Direct, the one where they revealed Banana Mania. Um, How is this based? With 79. Banana Mania? Yeah, with 79 total plays out of all the episodes. Why that one? Um, our first episode is second with 42 listens. Episode 14, which was the first episode with Pablos, is 38. Yeah, woo! He's like, where was that? I was waiting. Bringing, the, bringing in the, the views. The one, the one we did recently um, that was like the top 20 longest running video game franchises is fourth with 35 listens. And our second episode, which is the probably worst edited out of all of them, with thir- um, 34 listens. Hey, you edit it bad. It brings in the listens. Yeah. Our most listened to platform is Apple Podcast with 65% of the listeners, Spotify with 12%, web browser listeners with 11 and Anchor with 3%, and I've other with 10 app. Web browser? Yeah, it's just web. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I could, I could put it on this one too. Sure, why not? <laughs> it's kind of interesting that Anchor only brings in 3% of the listens. Um, I mean, most people use either Spotify or Apple. I think Apple and Spotify are the two biggest ones. I would also like to talk about the podcasting equipment that I have for the show. So first is this mic stand, which is by Pile. I think that's who made it. Um, and then this amazing mic by PV. That's it's like really a- good for ASMR. I bled for that mic. You did? Yeah, when I open it up, I stab myself in the finger. Blood squirted <laughs> everywhere. Uh, um, Not be careful with sharp objects. Our mixer is by Behringer. 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 Yeah, um, it's the Euphoria UM2, a regular cord that I switch to USB and um, a SanDisk 64 gig USB drive for episode storage, and that's really it. Shout out to them. Yes. Um, so next up, for time for the most important part of the show. First off, um, these are all games we missed talking about in previous episodes. And uh, if you're wondering why some games were on the list, we probably talked about them in one before. I'm also redoing the 1970s completely because I tried to record that audio before the second episode and then it just chose not to work. But yeah, Yoshimitsu, please start our list. Okay. Starting off in 1837, uh, at a non-assessed date, the analytical machine was one of the very first computers, and it's invented by Charles Babbage. Babbage? Cabbage? Babbage. Um, in 1946, on May 7th, Sony was founded. Uh, in 1950, uh, on July 5th, Bandai was founded. Oh, my dad's birthday. In 1953, on... August 24th, Taito was founded, and finally in 1955, on June 1st, Namco was founded. All right, now it's time for my turn. So, 1958, um, during the year, Midway Games was founded. 1959, also some point during the year, the PDP-1, the very first computer to play a video game, is made. Technically, the oscilloscope played the first video game, but... Students at MIT uh, created the second video game ever, Space War, for the PDP-1, and so that's the computer that played that. In 1969, March 21st, Konami is founded. Konami! And and at some point during the year, the Strong Museum of Play, which um, as a really good video game history exhibit, uh, was founded then. 1970, at some point during the year, the first electronic ever made by Nintendo, the Nintendo Beam Light Gun, which was you had to use with a projector screen, was made. And um, in 1971, in November, Computer Space, one of the first arcade games, is designed by Syzygy Engineering, precursor to Atari, and it's inspired heavily by Space War, which was a computer game program by MIT students, which I just mentioned earlier. And December 3rd, the Oregon Trail is released, the original version. Classic. There you go. The HP Hewlett Packard 2100 mini computer, which um, had text printed out onto paper, and it was created by teacher John Rossich in Minnesota for his junior high school classes. All right, Nomadic, take it away. All right, so 1972, June 27th, Atari is founded by Nolan Bushnell and Ed Dabney. September, the Magnavox Odyssey, the world's first game console, 
releases with a game called Table Tennis that inspired Pong. Interesting. Um, November 29th, Pong is released, designed by Alan Alcorn, who also designed the Atari 2600. Um, 1973, May 18th, Hudson Soft was founded. They became absorbed by Konami on March 1st, 2012. On um, July 16th, Space Race, the first racing game ever, is released in arcades. 1973, the original Dungeons and Dragons. No, 1974, sorry. 1974, the original Dungeons and Dragons game releases. While not a video game, it influenced several early RPGs. Um, Wild Gunman, one of the Nintendo's first arcade titles, is released. Paulos, it's your turn to start reading. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Eh, where'd it go? I lost it. it just give me like six years. There we go. All right. <clears throat> April 4th, 1975. Microsoft was founded, the company. September 22nd of the same year. Enix is founded. Another another uh, big Enix. company. They merged with Square Enix. The SquareSoft to make Square Enid. Oh, so then, so then they became Square Enid. Or as that. Uh, Tiger calls it, Square Enid. Okay, misspelled that once. Stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, 1976, April 11th, the Apple One, Apple's first computer, is released. April 20th, Data East is founded. May 13th, Breakout, designed by Steve Wozniak, is released. In October. Formula One, Namco Arcade Racer, the game. November, the Fairchild Channel F releases. The first video game console to use interchangeable cartridges. That's a big one. It's a big thing. Um, and then NA. So next to order, NA. Uh, Colossal Cave Adventure, the first adventure game is released, as well as Lico Telstar, a plug-and-play Pong console, is released. 1977 started off in June, on June 1st, with the Color TV games 6 and 15. It was a plug-and-play console released by Nintendo. Other uh, note in June, Apple, the Apple II computer was released. And in August, on August 3rd, uh, the TSR-80 computer was released. September 11th, the Atari 2600 was released. December, uh, the Commodore PET 2001 was released. And at some point in that year, Zork. One of the first text adventure games. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Zork. Um, yeah, that is fun to say. Figured heavily into the plot of Ready Player One, the book. Um, 1978, um, April 1st, April Fool's Day, uh, Space Invaders released in arcades. July 22nd, SNK, most famous for their arcade fighting games, was founded. And December, the Magnavox Odyssey 2, the sequel to the Magnavox Odyssey console, which originally released in Europe, uh... It came to the United States February of 1979. Well, also in 1979, May 30th, Capcom is founded. October 1st, Activision is founded, PC Tony Hawk. October, Galaxian. November, Asteroids, Jaeger. November, the Milton Bradley Microvision, the first handheld console releases. I did not know that. That sounds awesome. Um, November, same year, the Atari 400 and 800 home computers release. Um, also, the Intellivision releases. I actually remember playing that. I had a neighbor who had that. Um, and then Superman for the Atari 2600. Right. <laughs> uh, January, uh, Rally X of arcade game. What? Of 1980. Yeah, sorry. January of 1980, Rally X arcade game is released. And now 1981. Uh, June, the first game in the Ultima franchise, uh, The First Age of Darkness, 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 is released. It's one of the first RPGs ever made. That's actually pretty cool. August 12th, 1981, um, MS-DOS, D-O-S, whatever you want to say, uh, launches. September, Castle Wolfenstein is released on the Apple II. Uh, October 18th, uh, is that Kicks? I think it's pronounced Kicks. Yeah, it's an yeah. arcade puzzle game. I think. Cool. Not serial. No. Yep. no. I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's called Kicks. Didn't stop uh, just for Kicks. Uh, November, NEC PC 8800. Computer series home of Bomberman launches with the PC 8801. Did you just pronounce that Bomberman? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of this. Same. It's Bomberman. Bomberman. Do you not oh, know what whatever. Bomberman is? No. 
I'm not like that. I'm not like full. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not fully fledged I under the. Check him out of me. Oh wow, that's it. All right. Yeah, he's a guy who throws bombs. It's like a. a okay. It's actually quite a fun game. Yeah, he's a bomber fan. Uh, and then December of 1981, Buckner and Garcia Garcia's Pac-Man Fever album releases. Wow. The epic 80s tunes. Early 80s, like real early. Okay, so kicking off 1982 with April 23rd, the CX Spectrum computer released. Uh, May 27th, uh, EA Electronic Arts is founded. My favorite! Yeah, EA! Woo! Biggest pay-to-win company there is. Um, originally, I um, wrote down, please unlock actual release date DLC for 1999, but I decided to just write it down as is. June 3rd, Utopia for the Intellivision was released. It was the first real-time strategy game. August 20th, Pitfall, with one exclamation mark, was released for the Atari 2600. Uh, also in August, the Commodore 64 released. I thought we already said that, but whatever. It might have. It's possible. Uh, September 1st, Minor 2049er was released. Sounds interesting. Uh, September 25th, the Pac-Man TV show aired. <laughs> that was a thing? No way. I don't believe like, that. That's amazing. It's beautiful. Goes- that it's is actually like, beautiful. It's not like they the first- a Cuphead TV show, so I'm really not that surprised. There is actually another t- uh, Pac-Man TV show on Netflix, and it's also horrendous, so don't check it out. We are not reviewing that on Geeks and Films. If we do, I'm leaving the show. Uh, October, <laughs> Sword Quest Earthworld was released for the Atari 2600. Uh, November 10th, uh, Twin Galaxies, which was an organization that organizes video game records, was founded by Walter Day. It's actually uh, a very, it's very famous because there's this guy named Billy Mitchell who was famous for breaking a lot of video game records, but most of those were taken away when no fundamental proof was established that he, in fact, did them and... He basically got a lot of his stuff taken away from him because of YouTubers who exposed him. It was a whole ordeal. Yeah, that still, that still happens all the time. Also in November, Vectrex was released. Yeah, it was the first Vector video game console. It came with its own monitor. Wow, so okay. special. And December 10th, Xevious was released. 1983, March 1st, Mappy released. It's a Namco game with a mouse. A um, mouse in the game? And then, uh, yeah, he's he's a mouse named oh, Mappy. I don't know. Or if you... Oh, I thought you were playing using, like, a mouse and a keyboard sort of mouse. <laughs> yeah, same. June 23rd of 1983, Load Runner released. September 2nd, Tapper um, released. But it was later renamed to Root Beer Tapper when it released in mainline arcades to avoid controversy because the original version of that released in bars and it was sponsored by Budweiser. Wow. Um, October 21st, Microsoft releases the first model in the MSX line of computers, soon to be the birthplace of the Metal Gear series. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a big series. And later in October, the Mattel Aquarius home computer is released. So going to nineteen eighty. Four, September 20th, Elite, one of the first 3D home computer games. And then September 27th, Naughty Dog was founded. Yeah, they made the, uh, the Uncharted video games. So is it like a software company? Or video yeah. Company? Like Activision or EA? Yeah. Um, and then December 15th, you got Marvel Madness. I remember that game. Marvel um, Madness. And Marvel. then releasing the Famicom Data Recorder, which it was a precursor to the Famicom disk system the yeah. fds yes oh, yeah, but famicom ds but instead of using um floppy disk it you put games on actual cassette tapes yeah that's a game i'm trying to play that <laughs> cassette tape it actually All right. either on etsy or maybe as a reward to our patreons um episodes on cassette tapes that would be interesting you can even uh, use two of them, like a usb thumb drive but it's a cassette yeah, I'd have to get those special made. Yeah, um, get like a get like a special design and everything. That'd be yeah. that would be that'd be dope. That'd be cool. When we get oh. All right, February second of nineteen eighty five. From the nineteen eighty five year, uh, Gradius comes out in December. Uh, released in North America in December. Oh yeah, no okay. Yeah. I feel like we mentioned that when we did nineteen eighty five. All right, February Paperboy. Came comes out in North America April. Oh, that's a that's a that was a that was a 
game my dad liked to play back in the day. Actually, um, ironically, yeah. I had a real paper route, so then after having the paper route, the game was a lot more fun because the paper route wasn't that fun. <laughs> oh, this is what it's like to be... Oh, never mind. Yeah. This is not what it was all... Yeah. Uh, July 2nd, Hang On comes out in the United States, in North America, in August. Uh, July 7th, uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Ooh, it's a great name. Uh, uh, gets released in North America September 4th. Uh, uh, July 23rd, the Commodore Amiga is released. Uh, October 2nd, uh, Space Harrier comes out and is released in North America in December. I swear we uh, have mentioned Space Harrier. Um, no, I think I think you're thinking of the Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast. I know they talked about that one there. But I confuse us with them, do you think? Possibly, I don't know. Uh, Rare is founded in 85, and yeah, the Commodore... Called, um, they were originally called Ultimate Play the Game, and they released games for European computers. Then they were, did stuff for Nintendo with the Donkey Kong Country stuff, and then in the Nintendo 64, they really... um. They really went all out with games like Banjo Kazooie, um, Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong. They did GoldenEye. They did Conker's Bad. GoldenEye. That's a big. That was a big game. Big franchise. And then after that, they left and went to Microsoft, and then they didn't really make any good games after that. They made one more Banjo Kazooie game that wasn't regarded as good. Then they also made this this virtual pet game called Viva Pinata. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, the and uh, to round it out for eighty-five, the Commodore one hundred and twenty-eight computer launches. Okay. Uh, kicking off nineteen eighty-six with February nineteenth, the Akari Warriors. That just flows really well. Uh, was released, uh, but wasn't released in the U.S. until sometime in March. Uh, March third, the first Wonder Boy game was released, but not in the U.S. until some point in July. Uh, March 5th, Fantasy Zone was released. March 28th, Ubisoft was founded. Uh, April 7th, Atlas was founded. May 27th, Dragon Quest 1 was released, but it wasn't released in the U.S. until August 1989 and was known as Dragon Warrior. Uh, mm. May 27th, Renegade was released. And sometime in May, uh, Mr. Goemon was released. June 28th, Bethesda Software was founded. I think they were like a subsidiary of some company, and they made... I think they worked on the Elder Scrolls games, but I could be wrong. Well, I don't know if they were the first to do it, because Elder Scrolls Arena... I don't remember who... They definitely did uh, the last few. Because okay. Skyrim was for sure. I, I don't remember who did Arena. I'm going to actually find out right now. I'm actually very much interested. Arena, my, uh, my brother tried to play Arena. It's... Controls are not... Let's just say the controls aren't exactly fun. Oh, no, that's kind of the case with any PvP game on console. Great name, by the way. Elder Scrolls Arena. Elder Scrolls in general is just a really cool name. Uh, Elder Scrolls Arena, and yeah, it was... So, yeah, it was published by Bethesda. Okay. So, yeah, they've been doing it since... Um, 1986. Sometime in July... Arkanoid was released, but not in the U.S., until August at some point. September 4th, Outrun was released, another game I swear we've mentioned before, but whatever. Uh, September, at some point, Squaresoft was founded, and later they merged with Enix to form Square Enid. Okay, be- I- <laughs> why, couldn't it, why couldn't it be called Soft Enix? Or Enix Soft? Or Enix Square? I mean, they were Square and they were Square Soft, and then later in their life, they just changed their name to Square and then Square Enix. Why couldn't they change it to Soft? We get Soft <laughs> Enix. That's a great we're name. Soft I work with Soft Enix. We did. Uh, they did The Last of Us, right? I don't know. Is that the, what was that game where that where she like could control time or something? Oh. Uh. Rapid the control. Yeah, I think so. November, Alex Kidd was released, or no, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. For in the Miracle system. World. And uh, at some point in 1986, the Polish author Andrzej... <laughs> I think it's pronounced Andrzej. 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 
I think it's like Andre. I'm sorry, I definitely butchered that name. Submits The Witchers, soon to become a book series, as a short story to Fantastica magazine. The book would be later adapted into a popular video game series and also a film series. Yeah, the Netflix yeah. show. Yeah, they have the Netflix show. Next up is 1987. January 26th, Dragon Quest II release came to the U.S. October 30th, 1990. May 15th, the game in the first game in the R-Type series released, but not the U.S. until October. Also, by the way, with some of the larger series, in order to sort of cut down and trim the fat, I've only released the first. I've only met. I'm only mentioning the first games in some series. Like with um, some notable examples are the John Madden football and the NBA 2K oh, game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's but, not worth mentioning all the John Madden games. And R-Type and Fantasy Star are some other series that um, I'm yeah. only mentioning the first one. Fantasy Star only had four games, though. Oh, it did. I, I know, but I wanted to make sure that it wasn't too full. Um, I mean, it, it is anyway, but still. June <laughs> 21st, the first game in the Ease series, YS, Ancient Ease Vanish, released. My dad's a fan of that series. July 1st, Digital Devil Story Megami Tensei release, which is um, a precursor to the Shin Megami Tensei games. Um, is that Persona? Or? Yeah, Persona's a spinoff of that franchise. Um, July, at some point, Wonder Boy in Monsterland released. Um, <laughs> Wonder Boy. <laughs> October, um, October 30th, the NEC TurboGrafx-16 released. Um, it, but when it released in Japan, it was known as the PC Engine, and it came to the U.S. October 29th, 1989. December 20th, Fantasy Star released, came to the U.S. November of 1988. Also and, one of my dad's favorite uh, series. He really likes the second one. That has a good soundtrack. At some point during the year, the Atari XEGS, um, meaning XE Game System, it was a console version of one of their home computer operating systems. Hang on, and you're telling me game system abbreviates to GS, but disk system doesn't. No, 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 it does, it does. I got it wrong the first time we did it. This is another one of our running jokes, if FD, what, Famicom disk system. Yeah, the Famicom disk system is the Famicom DS, but you don't like that. Yeah, and... What, what are just DS? Famicom disk system. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Feds. Um... Also, at some point during the year, DMA Design, later known as Rockstar North, is founded. Um, I think it's in their history is pretty interesting because they worked on Earthworm Jim 3D and then they did the Grand Theft Auto games. But they also Kirby Sorry. game. Grand Theft Auto and Kirby are like the two polar opposites oh, in the yeah. game universe. And now the fact I, now I kind of want to see Kirby swallow Big Smoke from GTA. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. I want him I want him to swallow like um Meta Knights, a Kirby, um uh a a King DD with extra dip. I can't go on. God, there's so many things I want him to swallow. Alright, so we're going to nineteen eighty eight. Alright, we got February tenth, Dragon Quest three, which Ooh. came twelve ninety two in North America. Then you got April, you got Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. <laughs> bad dudes. That sounds like the name for a very bad movie. I know. A guy got a great game idea. Bad Dudes. <laughs> bad Dudes. Versus this... Dragon Ninja. Dragon Ninja. 3, the Bad Dudes. Yeah. All right, June 1st, you got John Madden Football. June 14th, Altered Beast. Actually, both of those are pretty, like, well-known. I mean, big thing. What's that, Altered Beast? Was that? Yeah, I swear we've mentioned that on the show as well. Altered yeah. Beast is a fun but game. Our Sega Genesis episode. Um, in August, the New Zealand story. Yeah, it's a, it's a platforming game where you play as, like, a kiwi bird. It has a really good art style. I thought you were about to say, you play as New Zealand. Yeah, I was going to say... You play as Peter Jackson. Must switch to another... Yeah, must switch to, like a, to the North American side. Yeah, all right. December 4th, you got the NEC PC Engine CD-ROM 2. CD-ROM CD 2. That's actually CD-ROM <laughs> squared. So that one came out also in November 89 in North America. And then you've got Herzog for the PC 8801 and the MSX 2. Yeah, that was the first game in the first... MSX. Is that Microsoft? Yeah, it was. Um, it was like a series of Japanese computers, and Microsoft put those in Japan. Uh. <laughs> nice. Uh, 
now we're up in 19 going into eight night ugh 1989 not 1889 well i'm back in time boys uh january 26th golden axe is in the arcades and it came to sega genesis in december of 20 december 22nd uh very fun game yeah uh june 5th uh populous comes out uh, July 1st, Zero Wing releases in arcades, soon to become infamous Infamous for the quote, all your base are law are belong to us in one of the cutscenes due to a mistranslation. How do you miss that? Who, how do you go, uh, sir? It's like they, how do you, oh god, I don't even know. The very first internet memes ever. All your us. base belong to us. Yes. That's how do you say that and then like, just miss it, gosh. Uh, September 9th, Captain N. Uh, uh, September 9th, Captain N, the Game Master. Captain N, the Game Master, airs first episode. Uh, and it last airs October 26th of 1991. Yeah, the kid goes inside his TV in NES and he interacts with game characters like Simon Belmont from Castlevania and um, Billy from this game called Bayou Billy. And uh, I nice. think he's in it. And... I don't know who else. That's the least Anderson. subtle plug I think I've ever heard of. Smash I've heard a worse plot. Have you have you ever seen have you heard of a uh, Star Wars uh, The Last Jedi? It's a pretty bad plot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We don't uh, talk about that one. Yeah, Luke Skywalker harvests alien milk. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. And, and he dies at the end. Yeah, yeah. remember he had, there's like the weird walrus creature with the giant thingies and he like drinks its milk. That's not even the worst part of the movie. No, that's that one of the better I points, honestly. Maybe not even the worst part of Star Wars. Anakin touching Padme's back was weird. Nah, not as weird as uh, Luke dying at the end of the Last Jedi. Oh my, yeah. Sorry, this is not a, this is not a movie podcast. Yeah, but... the bad milk. I'd rather watch an entire movie of Anakin. <laughs> Never mind. Forget I forget Don't I said say anything. That. You. <laughs> I greatly enjoyed that scene. I did not. That was that's uncomfortable. No, what was George Lucas it. thinking? Um, December fifteenth uh, of nineteen eighty nine, Herzog's Way, uh, which is which which was released April nineteen ninety in North America. Uh, Sweet Home for the Famicom, based off a film of the same. Name Resident Evil is a remake of this game. That whole sentence is confusing. So they made a game, and Resident Evil was just like a remake of that game. Cool. Exactly. Um, Which is a very, very successful video game series. They didn't make very good movies, though. The Resident Evil movies are. They made like six movies. Yeah, and some of they're not very good. Same with like the Mortal Kombat movies or or hit or miss. Uh, And and. (laughs) 1989, uh, uh, Chips Challenge came out, and Wonder Boy, the number three. I almost said the third. The Dragon's Trap. Oh, what a game. Uh, do you need to leave they, now? I think Dotemu actually remade that, and it looks pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll leave when I have to leave. All right. Okay. Kicking off 1990 with February 11th, but Dragon Quest. How many more oh. years are there? Lots. Um, we're currently in 2022, right? Oh, are you saying? Right. Oh, dang! <laughs> we're not <laughs> even halfway <laughs> done. Jesus, guys! It's a finale episode. It can be as long as we want. February 11th, Dragon Quest 4 was released, but not in the U.S. until October 1992. Cheeky little Japanese guy. Anyways, um. March 8th, the first Nintendo World Championships are held. <laughs> September 26th, Wing Commander releases for the MS-DOS. Oh yeah, I, I would like to mention um, Wing Commander is another game that inspired a movie, and Mark Hamill was in that movie. And there was also Wing Commander, <clears throat> show, which Mark Hamill was also in. <clears throat> okay, um, yeah, he's in a lot of random stuff. Also in September, yeah. the Amstrad releases the GX400 console. Uh, in October, Bonk's Adventure was released for the TurboGrafx-16. December 1st, the NEC releases the TurboGrafx Express, a system to play TurboGrafx-16's games portably. Sound like the Burger King foot lettuce guy. Stop! Don't say that ever again. I, I hate that meme, but the voice is funny, so I do it. 
Uh, December Don't 14th, do it. Commander Keen. The invasion of the Vorticons. The last thing you want is an invasion of your world. Stop it. I will literally leave my room. I will leave my room and yell so you hear me screaming in the background. Okay, and the last thing for 1990 was Philips released the first model of the CDI, infamous for its terrible games with Nintendo characters. <laughs> my boy! This yep. piece is what all true warriors drop. If the Phillips, if the Phillips, I'm so hungry, I could eat an Octorot. If Philip CDI didn't release, um, YouTube poops wouldn't exist. We all like those. Oh, what? Nice. Mm. Yes, delicious. Did you YouTube say YouTube poops? poops? Yes. <laughs> That's what they're called. I, I thought you said YouTube, like like the band, like. Oh. Like. There's videos on YouTube of of of, of Bono <laughs> going to the of uh, taking a, like a big dookie. Like, I don't want to see Bono doing that. I think we mentioned this in a, another episode, but I did look this up, and Bono is was like a member of the U.S. House of Representatives for a bit. Of course he was. Bono's what the? done everything. I've done everything. I want to be American. I need to be more American because I'm Bono. We're gonna write an album about America. A screw Ireland. I don't care that I'm from there. I want to be American. We're going to write an album about America, and it's going to be American. So Bono talks. He just talks about America and all the songs. Hello, all. Post-production Tiger here. At this point in the recording, Yoshimitsu left, um, so he'll be absent from the rest of this part of the recording, but don't worry. He comes back eventually. Also forgot to mention this next year is 1991. February 14th, uh, Lemmings released for the Commodore Amiga, later released in 1992. Um, so Lemmings is a pretty famous game series, came to basically every system at some point. February, Blizzard is founded. Uh, Mar- in March, Commodore releases the CDTV console slash video player. Um, June 28th. Final Fantasy Adventure released, first game in the Mana series, uh, like Secret of Mana, but they called it Final Fantasy Adventure instead because they wanted to rename it to be based off another IP. July 1st, Duke Nukem released. July 19th, Legend of the Mystical Ninja released. It's another game in the Goemon series that was mentioned earlier. February came to the U.S. February 1992. September <clears throat> 1st, the NEC Turbo Duo released, um, came to the U.S. October 10th. It combined the um, TurboGrafx-16 and uh, TurboGrafx-CD um, into one console. Um, September, Sid Meier's Civilization released. It's a pretty famous God Simulator game. October 15th, Toe Jam and Earl released. Weird name. <laughs> Toe Jam. <laughs> Toe Jam. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. a I remember that. Nat. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's really um. It's, it's painting a disgusting picture in my head. It, it, it looks oh. about as '90s as you can make a game look. Toe Jam. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, the it, they, 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 there is an actual Toe Jam in it. It's just like aliens or whatever. Ugh. The guy that looks like Pat from SpongeBob wearing glasses and he's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> October twenty fifth, Puyo Puyo released. It's a good puzzle game, but nice. It's come to America in a lot of different uh, forms. One of the most notable was Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Uh, November 25th, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters games released. Um, By the way, all subsequent Fatal Fury or Neo Geo MBS or AVS, unless noted otherwise. December 27th, Golden Axe 2 released. And at some point during the year, Epic Games is founded. You know what Epic Games made? Everyone's favorite game, Fortnite. Oh my gosh, I love, I love, I love the seven-year-olds running around building things in in Fortnite all around the world. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yes, um, Fortnite has inspired an army. Um, ah, God, yes, it has. Also, at some point during the year, has- um. Another world uh, released. Um, Nomadic is, uh, he's not gone, but he is out for a brief moment. So I will read 1992 for him. Uh, March 27th, Virtua Racing came out. Didn't come to the U.S. until October. May 5th, 3D released. uh, One of the first games in the shooter series. It was a 
Castle Wolfenstein was like a really old RPG, and some company brought it back under a shooty shooter game franchise. The Wolfenstein franchise has had way too many reboots. Um, July 1st, Wave Race for the Game Boy came out. July 14th, Mario Paint came out for the Super Nintendo. It came to the U.S. August 1st. September 24th, The Art of Fighting for the Neo Geo. Uh, it's another fighting game by SNK, as always. September 27th, Dragon Quest V. October 30th, Shin Megami Tensei. December 10th, Ooh. Fatal Fury 2. December 23rd, Echo the Dolphin came out. It came out in the U.S. December 29th. And at some point during the year, Alone in the Dark came out. Um, it Its reboot inspired what is regarded as one of the worst video game movies at all time. It's like, the more I go through this list, the more I realize... Really? There's so many bad video game movies. How can we say that that's the worst? I mean, we did a we we watched that Mario thing, which yes. wasn't really Mario at all. I can't I can't wait when the um when the the Illumination one comes out. My plan is like oh um, gosh, it's going to either be fantastic or utter garbage. I mean, <laughs> I, I really don't pay for at least they got Charles. At least they got good old Charles there. You know? Yeah, I want to pay for all of us to just go see it in the theater and then go back to my yeah. house and record. I I would absolutely love to. That would be cool. Can't. I cannot wait to see Donkey Kong. That's going to be so good. We're going to get the highest Donkey Kong ever. <laughs> Seth Rogen to be smoking a fat joint in the in the in the as he's recording. He'd be like, "All right, what we what we doing now? I just I I just finished recording. Um, God, uh, he." I don't know. Everything I've watched, that like everything he's made and directed, is just not funny. It's like he's trying too hard to try and be funny, but it's not. But his Twitter is hilarious. He 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 made fun of a guy who got whose whose car got stole, whose like car got broken into, and or something on Twitter. He just started shaving people. It's kind of mean, but funny. Um, and also, after Alone in the Dark, Flashback came out. I can't remember what genre that was. Alone in the Dark? Like the Testament no, no, no. song? Yeah, Alone um, in the Dark! Yeah, Alone in the Dark was a horror game, and that was kind Sounds of... Sounds like it. And that is where I'm going to have to end part one of the finale. Um, part two won't be out for a bit, and that's because we still haven't recorded some of it yet. And that is because... Um, it's taken so long to be able to schedule everybody to be able to do this and really makes me sad that I'm going to have to release it in installments like this instead of close to each other. In fact, Pavlos won't even be joining us for part of it just because of how hectic the schedule has gotten and I feel the obligation to release episodes regularly and in order to fulfill that obligation, um, sometimes sacrifices have to be made. Um... I know it's been a long time coming, and this week a special will be pretty hectic, so don't hold your breath for the final part. Um, that will most likely not be out for another week at least, if a little longer than that. But I thought, hey, I'll just give you this part now, so you can wait until then. Um, thank you so much for joining. I am so glad so many people have taken an interest in this show over the years, and it means a lot to me. So uh, pay attention for when part two comes out and goodbye.